0: New Testament reading is from John 14, 15 through 21. If you love me, you will do the things I command. I will ask the Father, and He will give you another Helper. He will give you this Helper to be with you forever. The Helper is the Spirit of Truth. The Word cannot accept Him, because it does not see Him or know Him, but you know Him. He lives with you, and He will be in you. I will not leave you alone like orphans. I will come back to you. In a little while, the world will not see me anymore. But you will see me, because I live in you. You will live too. On that day, you will know that I am the Father. You will know that you are in me, and I am in you. He who knows my commands and obeys them is the one who loves me. And my Father will love him who loves me. I will love him and will show myself
1: to him. Well, good morning, we've already uh, heard a message of hope this morning through what we've sung and, and what we've heard, and, um, and I pray that this message um, uh, would be another example of, of hope that God desires to send our way in these days. In a a few moments, I'm going to read from Proverbs chapter 3, and we'll just spend a few minutes talking about that, but just a story um, to begin before we get to the scripture. There was an English Puritan minister in the 17th century by the name of Thomas Lye. He was trying to encourage his congregation that was going through a difficult time And I found this text in one of the sermons that he preached to his congregation. And this is what he said in that message, and I quote, God often brings his people into such a condition that they don't know what to do. He does this so that they might know what he can do. And while God is with his people at all times, he is most sweetly with them in the worst of times. Now, I don't wanna say that this is the worst of times right now that we find ourselves in. For some of you, yes, uh, this may be the worst of times for some of you, but for all of us, at the least, it's been a challenging time. It's been a difficult time. It's been a stressful time. And when we are faced with difficult situations, sometimes we don't know which way to turn. We don't know what to think. We don't know how to feel. We, We might not know what to say. In short, we we simply don't know how to respond. Fortunately, in God's word, he has given us some direction for how to deal with difficult situations and circumstances in life. And we see some of that direction in Proverbs 3. I'm going to read uh, two very familiar verses, verses I'm sure many of you have already memorized. This is Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. From these two verses, we can we can find several things that will help us hang on through times of challenge and uncertainty. And this morning, I want I want to make four statements um, that we can take from these verses here in Proverbs 3. And the first statement I want to make this morning is this: accept that you don't understand it all. Accept that you don't understand it all. This is based on verse five where we read, lean not on your own understanding. When challenges arise, some people may begin to waver in their faith. They begin to doubt and it starts with questioning God. Some of those questions might sound like this. Why would God allow something like this to happen? Why would God, if he really is an all powerful God, allow this to take place? If God is so good and all-powerful, then why do bad things happen to good people? Maybe you've heard similar questions in recent days. Maybe you've asked similar questions in recent days. I first want to confess to you that there are no easy answers to these questions. I can tell you that part of the answer lies in the fact that not everything that happens is God's will. God has given us something called a free will, which means that we can make our own decisions and our own choices. And personally, although I am a follower of Jesus Christ, I would not want to live in a world that was micromanaged by God. I would not want to live in a world in which I wasn't really and truly free. I'm glad I live in a world that where I am a follower of Jesus Christ because of my own free will. I choose to surrender my life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. I'm not forced to do so. But in doing so, I've accepted the fact that there are things in life that I just don't understand. There are some things that will happen in life that we won't know the answer to this side of heaven. And that's okay. We read these words in Isaiah 55. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. In other words, We may never understand some of the things that we experience in this life. But we need to begin by accepting that fact. Or else we'll drive ourselves crazy with all of the why questions. So rather than wasting our time asking questions that may not have an answer. And here's statement number two. You must hold on to your faith. Hold on to your faith. This is based on verse five. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Hold on to your faith when the world gets turned upside down, like it is right now, when senseless tragedies occur, when loved ones die suddenly or unexpectedly, when our hearts ache and feel as if they're about to break, when we are rocked by the storms of life. In all of these situations, we need an anchor to hold on to, and that anchor is our faith. Hebrews 11, one tells us faith is being sure of what we hope for, and certain of what we do not see. You know, we don't have to understand it all, but we must have something to believe in and anchor to hold us steady through the storms of life, a compass to guide us and and direct us through dark and difficult days so we don't lose our way. The US Naval Institute puts out a monthly magazine, it's called Proceedings. And a few years ago, the story was told in one of those issues of a battleship captain who was very concerned about rough seas and dense fog out on the ocean one night when suddenly a bright light appeared on the horizon. The captain immediately had his signalman send the message, you must change course immediately. The reply came back, no, it is you who must change course. Well, irritated that his battleship should have to give way to a lesser vessel, The captain ordered another message be sent, I am the battleship, exclamation point. Back came the reply, and I am the lighthouse. (laughs) The captain quickly changed his course. Jesus is the lighthouse that wants to give us direction through this dark and difficult time. John 1 verse 4 and 5 says that in him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. And Jesus says of himself in John 8 that I am the light of the world. So I urge you, hold on to your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. You may not be able to understand, but you will be able to stand. So accept that you don't understand it all, but continue to hold on to your faith. And statement number three this morning Never go your own way. Never go your own way. And, and by saying that, I'm not saying that you can't be, be unique or that you can't be your own person. Of course, God has made us all differently, and that is a good thing. But the Bible says right there in verse 6, in all your ways, submit to him. So never go your own way. Submit to his way. Why is this so important? Well, later on in Proverbs chapter 14, we read that there is a way that appears to be right But in the end, it leads to death. You see, our earthly fathers may not have been perfect, but our heavenly father really does know what is best. His way is the best way. His way is the right way. So how do we know the way? Well, Jesus tells us the way in John 14. He says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. My father's house has plenty of room. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me so that you also may be where I am. You know the place to where I am going. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. The words of Jesus. If you are looking for your way in life, Let me just say one thing. Jesus is the way. Follow him. Accept that you don't understand it all. Hold on to your faith and don't go your own way. And finally, the fourth statement I want to make this morning based on this passage is God will see you through. God will see you through. This is based on verse 6. He will make your paths straight. Accept that you don't understand it all. Hold on to your faith, never go your own way, and God will see you through. He will make your path straight. I'm not telling you that it will be easy. It won't. I'm not saying that there will be no pain. There may be some pain along the way, but God will see us through. He promises us that in his word. You know, this morning I began this message quoting Thomas Lye, who said that God is most sweetly with his people In the most difficult of times. You know, when Thomas Lai was trying to encourage his congregation with these words, he was preaching a Christmas sermon based on the text from Isaiah 9, where we where we read the words, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light in verse 2. And for unto us a child is born, and he shall be called wonderful counselor, in verse 6. There's a few other descriptives there in verse 6 that you know, but the first one ones we see our wonderful counselor.
0: Thomas Lye was
1: trying to encourage his congregation that was going through a very dark and difficult time, and they were greatly feeling the weight of oppression. Maybe some of you are feeling that way. Maybe some of you can relate to Paul Simon's lyrics from the old 1960s song, Hello darkness, my old friend, I've come to talk with you again. Maybe some of you are feeling like that. You know, darkness and oppression was the context into which Isaiah wrote his prophecy. And we know that there are many right now who find themselves in darkness and oppression. But we also know that Jesus is the light that has come to pierce the darkness. He is a counselor who is wonderful or supernatural. He is unparalleled. Earthly kings, presidents, and other world leaders all surround themselves with advisors and counselors. Hopefully they are honest enough to recognize that the vastness of their responsibility is so great that they can't possibly know everything there is to know about everything. And so they seek the advice and counsel of wise individuals. Well, clearly there is a difference between them and Jesus. In Isaiah 11:2, it says that he, Jesus, is the embodiment of wisdom. Jesus is wonderful because he defines wonder in himself. The Lord Jesus embodies all of this. He is wisdom. He is awesome. He is the light of the world. And he is wonderful. He is our wonderful counselor. So where else would we go in the midst of our darkness and oppression but to Jesus? He alone is our wonderful counselor. And as we look to him, he will see us through. let us pray. Father God, by your Holy Spirit, we pray that you would make us one in Christ, one with each other, and one in the ministry of Christ to all the world until Christ comes again in final victory. We pray this in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Would you receive the benediction from Romans 15? May the God of hope, fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.